0: You know where you are! This is Appetite for Distortion.
1: Appetite for Distortion, episode number three hundred and ninety-seven. My name is Brando. Welcome to the podcast, Sage Flores and Noah Wyland. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Doing great. Glad to be on here. Uh-huh. Are you both uh, West Coast, as I see by Noah's Dodgers hat and this in the sunny background of Sage? Are you guys, are guys, West Coast, right? Yep.
2: Yep. It's actually raining a bunch right now.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's raining right now. It's sad. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not no, it's not kidding. sad. we need it. but I was about to say that I think you need it. And as I look to my left, it's actually snowing for the second time here in New York. Like this, this year? Yeah, which is I think it's like the second, maybe third time, which is I don't know. It, we don't have to go down global warming. Talk about that. But I grew <laughs> up with a lot of snow and this is not a lot of snow. So uh, anyway, uh, good to talk to you guys. Uh, Sage is my first time meeting you. And, yeah, and I'm excited to talk about Sunburst Productions. So I want to learn about video editing. Is that my amateur ass is trying to get better at it? It, it, it takes some time. It's
0: a, definitely a struggle. It gets. It's sometimes you'll be doing something, you think you're doing it right, and you are doing it right, and then the app is just being dumb, and it, it just says no. Like no, you gotta you gotta keep doing it. Try to find a different way. Restart your computer. Turn off the app. Like
1: it's 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 a struggle sometimes, but it's it's yeah. When do the- restart? Yeah. No, I'm sorry.
2: Oh no, I just said. But he is the goat. You know. Hey, he thank you. Definitely is the goat with this.
1: What did with you in the email know him? Call you called him like your not your muse. It was like a different. It was like a certain word that you uh, used to describe Sage. <laughs> uh, I, I got to find the the Instagram message. Hold on. Oh God, this is so good! I have so many Instagram messages. All right, here we go. One Noah Weiland actually found this. It's like live radio. I'm like, I'm doing this in real time. Uh, Oh, this. You you said he's my prodigy. You called. (laughs) There you go.
2: Oh no 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 no! I actually Hmm. meant when I said the my prodigy kind. Oh, not in like a full on, but like my friend uh, Slay Loverboy. He was the one who was on my. on good Riddens and goodbye he's like an art he's an artist that i'm trying to like guide in a in a di- in a new direction and trying to like bring out i mean i can't take full credit for what he does obviously but i'm trying to bring out the best in him because i see a lot of talent and that's why i put him on the song good riddance and goodbye because i feel like he
0: you guys do uh, you did fire on that song together because you guys both have like a similar style and tone a voice it,
2: like but it's, it's the same know what yeah. I mean yeah
1: okay well I'm glad I even though I was mistaken and sage I, you know I'm sure he has nice words to say about you as well but I'm glad I I, I, I brought up slay lover boy which was my mm-hmm. Hebrew name it's not I know uh so I'm <laughs> glad I brought him up though so like it's where did you guys i like, guess as first as connect Actually, before I get to that, I want to bring Sage in. Where did you two first meet? How did this bromance, if I can call it that, start?
0: Damn, <laughs> dude. That's a long story right there.
1: Okay. We're on a podcast. Here we go. <laughs> we going- um, so we went, we, we, the, we met in London. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then um, we were, we like, we kind of, I grew up in London. Then, um, i uh, kind of i've known no i guess all my life also i guess we have a few we have a photo of us in like a camp oh I, we didn't meet through we met through i guess we didn't meet through london but bro we met at the at like some like day camp or whatever when we were probably like eight or something I, there's a photo of me london and Noah, and it's just like yeah and i remember actually i have a very brief like broad memory of like Noah just being a complete asshole when he was eight years old. And to me, oh, and, and his sister. I met his sister that time. But then as we grew up, you know, Noah was chill. I was always hanging out with them, with Lennon uh, and Noah would be there. Okay. And then um, obviously there was Suspect 208, and then Suspect 208 fell out. And um, me and Noah just got super close. And um, we just, you know, our relationship grew, and we've been working together a bunch. Right so, on. Yeah, right on. Yeah,
2: Super long story, breaking down. When you said they fell off, like, I mean, that band fell off, like, that band fell off, like. (laughs) Cool,
0: I said when you guys broke apart.
2: Oh, okay, I thought you said fell off, but I, because I was like, you're right, like, that whole, I'm not talking shit, but like, um, oh wait, can I swear? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that okay? Okay.
1: I I Um, appreciate asking, asking permission, but yes. mm
2: -hmm. So, yeah, (laughs) it was crazy because, When I was in that band, uh, like we had labels, managers, A&Rs, like so many people coming at us from left and right. And then I left and it just, everything just ended super abruptly.
1: Well, it, it, for those who don't know, the first time I had Noah on was with Suspect Two Hundred Eight, which was London Hudson slashes, uh, son uh, Nico Sengaris and uh, Ty Truio of Rob Truio from uh, from Metallica, and that's And that, which is by the way, my most viewed interview on YouTube. So, thank you. You know, it's uh, it's it's a shame because I I, I like all everybody involved. That's actually
0: that's so funny. That's crazy. To that's that's so that's that's a to say that also is like a one of my the music video that we did uh for suspect 208 also we did it and like uh we posted it i believe i don't know first month it was almost at like almost at 300,000 400,000 views and then um it was deleted when the band broke up mm-hmm. and then because uh they deleted it and then i was like whoa how, this is my music video <laughs> i want this up i posted it on my channel so it's just up there and it's got 100,000 wow it's got 30,000
1: it's got yeah. it's got 100 over 100,000. Yeah. Wow. Well, it, it ties into I guess everything where yeah. and I want to talk about obviously you know your journey and the music that you're putting out uh, creating today uh, along with help uh, with Sage with your videos that are not being taken down that you could see on Sunburst Films their their Instagram is yeah. you know a lot of people they they'll just see and we spoke about it briefly during that interview about they see Guns N' Roses. They see Velvet Revolver. They see Stone Temple. Pot- and they see that, you know, with I guess how some people maybe see who knew my dad. <laughs> this is true. My program director at a radio past life would call me Dr. Weisler just because my dad was a dentist. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Yeah. You know, I'm not my dad. It's just uh, yeah. one of those. I think it's just with the history of time of just uh, regardless of, what, of, not, of whether you have a, a famous family or, or, or not so mm-hmm. it's kind of scary to get that all thrown at you before you've done a lot so i guess was that scary to you or i guess how did you feel i don't want to put words in your mouth when you're getting all these offers and it hasn't become anything yet it was kind of right. the, it was kind of at the beginning and i'm sure it would have been great and just like how your stuff now is great it would have been different uh, mm-hmm. but just how did that feel you know just because you were kind of new making this new thing and I don't know. Everyone wants a piece. It's so, a,
2: oh, oh, go on. I'm sorry.
1: No, I'm done. I'm, I'm done talking my long-winded question. I'm sorry. You guys. <laughs> nope.
2: it's all good. Um, uh, dude, it was actually crazy because uh, a lot of people don't know. Back then, it was that band was at the end of 2020, like the last few months, and I was literally, so, I had a car. It was a 2003 Volvo station wagon Mm -hmm. that had like 170,000 miles on it. It was my grandpa's that I bought from him. I was, when I first moved to LA before the band, a little before the band started, um, I was sleeping on my homegirl Jada on her couch in her one bedroom apartment. And, and then we started the band and Jada and somebody, they broke up. I'm not going to say any names. Um, so I it's ended Jada up. It's and Will
1: Smith, isn't it? No, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> had, to be, the... had to be topical. Sorry. Go
2: ahead. <laughs> um, so... I eventually I was like, okay, well, we need to pursue this band. Like we got, I feel like we got something going on. Like maybe this, this could be fun. You know what I mean? I never thought I'd be in a band. I always wanted to be a solo artist and I used to go under the name Roman. Mm. And, um, and I I ended up, where was, where did I move after that? I, uh, don't mean to talk about anybody that, like, I don't talk to anymore, but, like, just tell them, like, story-wise. Uh, London eventually moved out of his house that he was staying, that like, his, like, that he was staying with his parents because he had just turned 18. And he eventually, and I think he was staying with Nico. And I was literally living in. No, so we, yeah.
0: Wasn't it Hebelin? Yeah. What? Wasn't it Hebelin?
2: No, no, it was before that. It, I was literally, you know that, you know, the studio, AJ studio? Yeah. So the, the, We had a lock-in studio and it was like a whole, uh, it was like a, this like little parking lot. And it had like, it was like this tiny little, like building kind of thing, like one story building or whatever you call it. It's just a bunch of studios in it. It's just a bunch of studios in there. Yeah. It was like a bunch of studio rooms and we had a room, me and London were always, at this room called 208, the number was 208 on the room. This is before the band started, and we would go there every single night making music. And eventually, it got to the point where I didn't have anywhere to stay, so I literally lived inside of the studio 208, and it was a tiny room. Like, like literally, how big do you think that room was? You ever been? You were there, right, Sage?
0: It's probably the size of my room. So I mean, to have a full studio, drums in there, and like. Hello equipment. Just yeah,
2: like, hello equipment. There was a drum set, and it was, like, a really small room. And I had a tiny, job, and I would sleep in there. And every, and a lot of times I didn't want to drive, so I would walk around the corner to this bagel shop. And I was pretty much eating bagels in the, living in a studio for, like, two weeks straight. Until, um actually, Slash. He put me into a sober living. At the time, I wasn't even an addict, though. Uh, He put me into a sober living and I just I was sharing a room with like three other people in a tiny room still. Like there was like 20 people in one house and I was dude, like, why am I even doing this? Like, Like, I'm not an addict. I don't relate to any of these people. Why, why am I here? All I do is just smoke weed and like drink sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, just like every other like person, like my age, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: And, uh, I eventually went back to the studio and then I think we ended up all putting together a bunch of money, me, London, and this, uh, our shout out Hugh blind, which is one of my good friends, uh, It was three of us. We put our money together and got an Airbnb and we were staying in like an Airbnb that only had like two beds. And so like moral of the story is I was down horrendously bad during (laughs) suspect eight days. But the thing is we had so many label offers and like people trying to work with us and and so much opportunities that I was like, I don't care where I'm living, what the circumstances is, I'm making this happen because I know it's gonna pay off. And then eventually I started like dibbling and dabbling into like pills uh, because like my friend was doing them a lot at the time and like not anyone that's related in this situation, but one of like my high school friends so I was trying them out and they were, uh, opiates. So opiates never, opiates don't go good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people, anyone is not going to be a good person on opiates. So I, I, I started dabbling around with that. I wasn't a full blown addict. And then all of a sudden London left the, uh, the Airbnb that we were staying at. And he told, and he like, that's when the whole post came out that this is after uh, all black, which is which shot by Sage. And um, after that, he put like the uh, a whole thing online saying like, we tried to get Noah into rehab. He's suffering. He's going down a really dark hole and all this stuff like that, which not and state, by the way, Ty had nothing to do with this. Like yeah. he, stayed out the way ty's like one of my really good friends still to this day like someone i could trust and like just a great person but and he was kind of just like didn't know what to do because he was like 16 at the time and uh Mm. uh yeah so they posted that and i felt really like disrespected and i felt like like what the fuck is going on because these are like my day one friends who are like putting me on blast in front of the whole world out what
0: i said day one
2: yeah like day one like literally known since i was a baby mm-hmm. and uh they posted all this horrible stuff about me making me look like a terrible person and a bunch of articles came up on like really big websites saying the band broke up because i'm a drug addict and all this stuff and i actually i mean i am
0: media though that was media they were just making everything a lot worse than it right. was too you
2: know right and and the thing is, I I am an addict. But I didn't really become an actual addict until like months after that whole situation happened. And that's what like really like just didn't sit right with me. And like like I there was times where I would like hit them up trying to like meet up with them to fight. And stuff like that, and then they said they were gonna like call the cops and like all this crazy stuff. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm giving you all the stuff. I'm giving you all the information.
1: Like, you know what I mean? But whatever you're comfortable sharing, Noah, and I appreciate you sharing anything you know uh, of that nature. Because um, I was talking to Sage before when we were waiting for you to to come on Zoom and mm-hmm. uh, telling him a little bit of my story, and you know, I'm respectful to. Your story and things you've been through. For one, uh, mm. I know there's always, because I've had to do it this, and I'm sure you've had to do it. I don't like picking sides. People in your family try to get you to pick sides. And it's just like, I just want to be me. This is my relationship with that person. Yeah. This is, so that's why, you know, I'm, um, which I know that's not what you're doing. I know that. I'm just saying, yeah. uh, uh, I appreciate you sharing that. And because uh, I, I still, I like Nico and and uh London whenever I do speak to them and I hopefully uh Saint Electric comes on the podcast. Uh but that being said, there's a few things you said. Uh, it's cool that because I when I was 22, uh you're 22, right? And Sage you're 20. 20 yeah. Man, it is it took me so long to realize I was an addict and and what was wrong with me, you know? Uh even to this day, I might have I have addictive tendencies. Uh, I try to sometimes I make fun of them where I'm addicted to cookies, but I have. I'm to, addicted. But I'm, it's going to hit you. The so what?
2: what did you say now? Coleslaw? Coldstone.
1: Oh, Coldstone. Okay. You're
0: addicted to cereal.
1: Okay. <laughs> Whatever the sweets is. So, is going to happen to you guys as I turn 40 later this year? If I have too much of it, Stomach pains, massive stomach pains. Now I'm making light of a serious, more serious situation. Uh, I mentioned, I, I didn't think I was an alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just more of like a stoner. I would go out and drink, but just because I I have a disability, um, I you can't really see it here because I'm, you know, I don't have my leg braces with me, whatever. But I'm, I'm, I'm show, I want to show you my handicap tattoo. Mm -hmm. He has a metal horns uh, and and logo, whatever. So I have a neurological disability. If I drink too much, I can't walk. I can't stand. And that's happened around that age. I remember falling in bars because I didn't know what my, my limit was. So I didn't really drink a lot. However, I drank a lot like George Thurgood alone. I drank alone. I (laughs) drank at home. I drank to go to sleep. It was my therapist that said, you are an alcoholic. Right, like, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a, you know, I'm at least neurotic. I, I, I should go to NA. She's like, if you don't go to AA, you know, I'm not going to see you anymore. I'm like, I'm going to go to NA. I'm not an alcoholic. NA was everybody. I don't know if anyone's had this experience. My one time in NA, everyone's on their phones. And I'm like, you're trading one addiction for another. And so I didn't <laughs> like it. AA, again, I didn't feel like an alcoholic. But wow, that changed my life one of the first it, oh, it, it right and one of the first days tell this is crazy because I know you're sharing so I want to share and, and just to say that yeah I'm, uh, <clears throat> it might have been my first or second time at AA and it was coming upon my uh, maybe like a year or so after my, my dad passed um, my dad passed a couple years before uh, yours Noah mm-hmm. and due to depression similar kind of circumstances uh mm-hmm. And this dad, I, I didn't want to talk. Okay, I was just here there to listen, just because my this one dad sta- stands up, and he's like, "It's cold out. You know, maybe if I trigger warning, you know, maybe if I hang myself, you know, it, it'll I won't feel it because it's so cold. My kids won't care or whatever." And you know, everyone's, "Oh, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better." Next person goes. I, I have to raise my hand because this a father talking. I told this guy my dad's 64th birthday would have been tomorrow is somebody who did kill himself. I advise you, you. You don't do that. Please do me a favor and don't do that. Everyone like gasped and looked at me, you know, it was crazy, man. And like everyone started like applauding after that. Uh, I saw him at some AA meetings after that. Uh, so hopefully he is still around, but I mean, these yeah. things happen. So I, that long winded thing. And again, thank you for sharing. That's why I needed to share. I haven't shared that particular story yet. Because it took me a while to admit I was an addict, even though you felt like you weren't a true addict yet. Do you think it was Slash? I mean, that's something that is, if I didn't have my therapist tell me you had to go, I don't know if anybody would have told me, you know, you have to go to a rehab thing. For Slash to do that, I think, I don't know, I I think that's a big deal. That says a lot that he cares about you, even though he didn't feel like it. Because I said no to therapy at first. I said no to medication. I kept saying, no, no, I'm not these things. Only to right. find out I am these things,
2: yeah I believe it at the time when he put me in the sober living he saw something that like it some some it would I mean I definitely wasn't an addict at the time, but he saw maybe like from stuff that's happened with himself yeah, I, that right. it happened to me too and he wanted to like help before things got out of control you know but i in my opinion i feel like you really have to just be ready to do it yourself until you realize that you um until you realize that you need help you know what i mean
1: uh agree and it, it took a long time i had to say that you know i i all those things but uh uh, yeah, we've talked a lot about this heaviness I'm glad it came out organically and uh, thank you for sharing cause I want, even people like I say even people like me uh, I'll get messages of people thanking because I talk about it and that's ties into the whole Guns N' Roses theme because Duff talks about it he, he did an episode uh, he did a mm-hmm. podcast recently with Matt Penfield who talks about his addiction uh, shout
2: out he put my song he had a whole segment on uh "Good Riddance and Goodbye" and had my song on klos Is it KLOS that he's on?
1: He's on a few stations, but that sounds right.
2: Yeah, it's uh he. But he put uh "Good Riddance and Goodbye," my uh, my recent single with the music video. He put it on his radio station and talked about it, and in a really positive way. And it was actually really dope. So I've talked to him a few times. So honestly, shout out Mad Penfield. He's a Amazing, dude.
1: Awesome. I love him. He did uh, respond to me on Twitter that he would come on the podcast, so uh, hopefully he does. No, if you want that's to awesome. co-host and interview Matt Pinfield with me, you're invited when that happens. Uh, but that's a good segue. <laughs> cool. That's a good segue into why we're here is talking about the music. So tell me, because you have some videos out now, but where are we in the process and what's the creative stuff you've been working with Sage on all these cool things on uh, Sunburst?
2: Um sage would you like to
1: tell him about i hate my ex? <laughs> i'm sorry i was laughing uh, what you say i hate my what
2: uh it's a it's a new song that i have it's called i hate my ex and he just shot the video and it's almost done but
0: it's funny though the creative process with yeah it's a banger it's funny though but the creative process with noah is like different than any other person i work with especially because you know we're close and we're friends and we're able to do that um you know all the videos we do together it's like the i think the most planned video we've ever done together was all black the first one i had one day or like a two, a two days to, uh, two days to like come up with the idea plan it out and do something and then we had um the viper room and then i don't know the all band, the whole band came together and we did that cool dope video um that was like the most scheduled planned video we've done with noah and then from there it was like one day we we it was what we did one day bro and we were just in my back yeah we were just in my backyard like just hanging out talking and we were just got inspired we were like yo let's go make a video right now and then he's we picked a song i think right then and there or um or did you or or did you already have the song for this one and we just said oh let's go make a video for it right now who cares yeah yeah yeah. Okay. So yeah, we, we literally just went out. We, it wasn't, it was a simple, a simple song. We like, we, we captured the emotion and we said, okay, we can, we can make a simple video out of this. Let's just go one location. We went to this liquor store or no, that was a, was that one day? Smoke shop. Yeah. Yeah. The smoke shop, the smoke shop. And then we just did a video there and that was uh it came out pretty cool, simple. And uh, we shot that in one night and it was just like four or five hours we just went out and said oh let's shoot here let's do this let's do this and pulled some story together with the song and it turned out all right but then good riddance and goodbye same thing what happened with that one he just like this one was i, I got pretty annoyed to no with this one this one was <laughs> this, this one was uh he was this one was all over the place like he i was like i i think he, t- he we were trying to shoot and we were supposed to be there it just it got kept on getting pushed back and then whatever. But yeah, we're working on it. We're we're working on this music video right now. And um, same thing. I had woken up one day and I was like watching some music videos. I was like, oh, this looks so cool. Like just getting inspired. And I was like, hit up Noah. I was like, no, you got any songs we can make it? We can make a video for. I'm like, I want to make this type of video Um, high energy, like cool effects. And like, it could be a low budget video. Let's just go out and figure out like some cool places and I'll figure it out. And I said, let me hear some of your songs. We picked one. And we went out and we sat at my house for like a few hours, uh, planned it out and shot that same night. And um, this video, I think, is coming out to be like one of the best videos we have together. Maybe one of my best
1: videos, one of my best music videos. Right on. Um, How do you, I guess uh, I was going to ask how you approach making a video, but you mentioned that you watch music videos to get inspired. So what do you watch to get inspired? And who's, so inspires it's not you? that I,
0: it's not that I always watch music videos to get inspired. It's like a lot of the time I'll like, I'll have like, an I like, I'll get like, I'll listen to the song, I'll close my eyes and I'll just really kind of picture like what I, what it is that, um, that I see. And I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at that. Like I'll come quick with like some good ideas. I feel like that are relate to the song and just what the emo like what the song and the, um, instills, um, but From there, I'll just see my idea and then I'll try and go like, okay, now how can I elevate this? I'll watch some people like, uh, I really like, uh, obviously Cole Bennett's a huge guy right now. He's killing it with the effects and the animation and the 3D. He just incorporates it all insanely well and then um i like a lot of like low-key or l- more low-key people um that i just come across on instagram because that's my whole feed is just videos 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 so i'd come across like cool like um smaller directors shout out to noah so cold and um koi and um, um yeah those are pretty cool artists right there I'm um, directors
1: how did yeah. you, how did you i guess first get inspired to make you know this is your career path. Did your dad help at all? Big Chris, who's not so really big. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, dude,
0: yeah, what that. Of course. Um, um, real quick though, just so we get this snippet, um, yeah, um, um, what's it called? I'm gonna, well, uh, so you guys can check it out. We'll insert a little preview teaser of the music video right here. Oh, and yeah. then
1: I'll edit that in. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. We were talking about this off the air, so. Sage is go- gonna produce. If you decide to watch this on my YouTube channel, Sage and Sunburst Films, it's gonna spice it up. Because we
0: were talking, he said he's great with audio, but he kind of loses it somewhere with the video. And I get it. The editing dude, like, you'll be thinking you're doing something right, everything's going as planned, and it's just it's it, they say no.
1: But well, it just doesn't. Work. It starts with because I'm. I work in radio, right? And I've worked in radio in some facet for, God, my God, Sage, I just realized you're 20 and I've been in radio for over 20 years or about 20 years. Wow. That's awesome. I'm an old bastard. I'm an old yeah. bastard. So, you know, I, Wait, how old, I, in spirit, you're still I, young.
0: I, I see the Yoda, <sighs> the Ninja turtle, the Simpson
1: stuff. Like that. Yeah, no, I'm, exactly. I'm still young. I'm going to be 40 in September. I guess.
2: Dude, you do. not look forty at all.
1: Well, that's them. That, I I try. You know, I use more. Well, str- no, I don't. I know it's the I be- I don't know why. I thought the B <laughs> would make me look older, but it doesn't. But no, yeah, it looks good. I think it's I don't a- I act younger. I'm sure that helps. And the Ninja Turtles. You're right. I'm I'm excited, man. I don't know. Are you guys excited? I got my my Ninja Turtles tattoo touched up. Uh um, cool. Do you have another movie coming out? Anyway, this is not a Ninja Turtles podcast. Uh, yeah, sick. another one with the... Uh, come on, get with the kids. Get with the kids are watching. Uh, Seth Rogen. <laughs> it's, uh, it's all... Oh, shit. It's a Seth Rogen vehicle. Sick. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm most excited that... I don't know if you are Breaking Bad fans or Better Call Saul fans. I right, actually oh, but, do not like all that right, show. So this is a reference. I'll be lost on everyone. But uh, Gus is going to play Baxter Stockman, for those who care. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, it's this one might purposely make you laugh. So... I, my career goes back, and obviously the technology wasn't what it was 20 years ago, but I've been editing audio for quite some time. I've just never really needed to dabble in video until <laughs> until recently, where, especially after the pandemic, where everything, everyone's on Zoom, you know, so I didn't have, I don't have the money or want to spend the money on a video editing program and, and teach myself. I, right. There was a very basic one that comes with my Dell laptop that was called Video Editor. That's it. Yeah. So I can just throw mm-hmm. the most uh, generic fonts and pictures over audio, and that was good enough. There's garbage out oh. there on YouTube. And now, but it's been upgraded to ClipChamp, whatever that means, ClipChamp. And I'm sure, you're, yeah, you're laughing. See, it's so basic. But it's gotten all the things that I need so I can just yeah, you know course. put subtitles yeah. and blend things together. But it's still, it probably looks like a regular Nintendo compared to your, you know, yeah. uh, whatever the kids are playing today. <laughs> Xbox, nice. Xbox 12. So uh, uh. I guess that's the question. How did you get into, uh, that's what I got lost in there. I, I yeah, found we out how Noah got into music. I think in the first episode we talked about it. But how did you get into like, I want to be a music director or as a music video director. Do you want to go into films? What's the goal here?
0: The goal here is to scale a production, a content creation company. So I feel like there's a lot of video production companies um, and like just people, freelancers and stuff like that kind of doing it. And the way I want to brand the way I'm branding summer's films is content creation, you know, like right now and nowadays, uh, you know, like content is so important, you know, for getting out there, you know, online presence for your business. You know, if you're not posting on social media, you're going to be left in the dust for your business, you know? So it's like, I I focus, I do music videos, I work with businesses, brands, artists, influencers, and I do photography and I do um, like, like I can, I'll I'll manage social medias for a few businesses. So it's like, I'm all over the place, but I got into it. uh, And that's the goal to do content creation, you know, eventually just take on the projects that I want to, the big music videos, the fun ones, you know, obviously always work with Noah, working with him is so fun all the time. It's a great time. And videos always come out dope and fucking music is killer. You know, seriously, I I, I that's like one of the reasons I love working with him is because uh, the music is just I feel like seriously, I don't work with anyone else who has better music. And he is just so talented with like making, um, you know, keeping it that style new, but also like, you know, changing it up. And his voice is fucking he just does it. He's talented. Yes, he is.
1: But uh, yeah, I see Noah's smile getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> no, I love I love hearing that too, man. And that is really cool. And content is king, man. I, that's something i's, I've learned is I just thought, okay, I can just talk in the radio. Now I got to do a podcast. Now I got to be on all these social platforms. Now I got to create videos. It's it's yeah. never ending. But if you because if you don't, you're gone. You don't exist. Yeah, and, it's true. Yeah, and and if you're having fun doing it which you seem to be which you guys seem to be it's not Definitely. it's not a job so that's it's not yeah so that's that's really Never special day in my life that's something my dad always says but uh um, are you gonna be, become a big
0: sage instead of big Chris Flores uh no I forgot I forgot the story why uh why he I I he, he, he's told me before a few times but uh I forget It was, it's an old story of how he got that name <laughs> But um, yeah, so I was like, I just—I was like fourteen, thirteen, probably when I started making videos on YouTube just for fun, hmm. and then uh, my—and then I had done that for like three years, just doing fun videos for fun with myself, and then eventually, you know, my dad's a music producer and um he's always having clients over at the studio or working with all these people and so he's one of the some some guy one of his clients said yeah i need a music video you know anyone he's like oh my son does uh videos like uh maybe here's He said, like, maybe you can do him do do one with him and at the time i was like 14 15 and um no 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 that was when i started youtube so i was uh wow. 16 seven. i was 16 16 okay and um um i had and then um the the client uh i showed him one of my youtube videos it had like a short like 30 second little cinematic edit in it and he was like oh yeah that's cool for sure and i was like how much you charge i was like uh i don't know i got get back to you later or something like that i charged him 300 bucks and from there i was like um damn i can make money off this like wow I was like, I, I shot that music video. It was funny because just kind of like for, for people, film directors, people who live all don't live in L.A. Like, I, I it's not it wasn't that it was a huge music video also or anything crazy, but it was also it was just funny to for my me, first music video we shot. It was on Sun uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, on like the stars we shot there, and it was crazy because even during that time, you know drones were so new i lifted up the drone i was flying it right down hollywood boulevard i got these most killer shots and you can see it in the music video but i don't have those clips anymore if i did i could sell them a lot of money because <laughs> now they have restrictions on drones you can't lift them up over there um but yeah so from there on out i just uh, I, I stopped youtube from there <laughs> and i created an instagram account started branding myself as film director at the time my name was the name of the company was Sage Sky Shots.
2: <laughs> I remember and, uh, that. Yeah, Sage Sky Shots.
0: That was and, when and, uh, we did
2: Shark Attack. It was Sage Sk- Sage Sky Shots.
0: Yep. That's that's true. You guys can watch Shark Attack. Uh we'll show you a little clip of it right here, a little snippet, and then we'll link it obviously in the description. But uh
1: right on. Yeah. Um that video is one cool. video was if you ever uh, decide to do a masterclass on top of everything else, I might take you up on that. I just I feel <laughs> okay, a I lot sure. to learn from you, man. And I just, yeah. I put things out on the internet and I'm just like, why is this not trending? And this stupid video is, and it's so frustrating. is throwing. There's a stuff.
0: lot of things that goes into like, uh, making sure that like, uh, or no getting your making or so, so that your, um, content hits the like, uh, explore page or does well. Like there's so many little things and it's like, the so many little things i can get totally into it but maybe maybe i shouldn't totally do
1: that because i won't stop okay. this is just so many things we'll talk after the fact because i'm like yeah. i'm just like one hashtag. thing i do want to say though <laughs> one
0: thing i do want to say though is uh i don't know i haven't seen i haven't i haven't checked out the channel too much but um you should be t- taking this uh this interview and turn it into as many little take the best parts and turning it into little sn- vertical format clips upload them on it to YouTube shorts. YouTube shorts is killing it. We grew, uh, um, this guy, this influence, this TikToker, he is like, he had 3 million. Now he has 5 million on TikTok, but he had, he wanted to start um, uh, a YouTube channel. And, um, at the time I was working for this content house in Hollywood Hills and he met me there. And so we, he hired me to, you know, help him grow his channel. And we grew his channel from uh, just over a thousand subs to a hundred K in like three months with, uh, with uh, doing like YouTube shorts and just filming posting and a lot of it's consistency and with YouTube shorts you can be posting you should be posting them three times a day. One morning, afternoon, at night. Oh wow. But if you're doing these long interviews, it's it you can hire someone on Fiverr to turn it into
1: twenty clips for ten bucks. What I do and and just let me say to put things in perspective for myself and feel bad about myself as I open my TikTok, I currently oh I got one more follower. I have six hundred and thirty four. Not the brand. No, it's not bad.
0: It's not bad. <laughs> talk, is, talk is just uh it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's own platform in
1: itself. I I'm all about the ratio. I only follow seven. Yeah, you know, cool. so I, I'm a big ratio guy, even if I don't have a lot of followers, I don't follow a lot yeah. of people. Uh, right. but then a, a lot to learn from you, man. I, I appreciate all this, you know, uh, just learning a lot from you. And then, so no, I can see why you enjoy working with, with, with Sage. You know, I, I can totally see it as passion. And, uh, inspiring mm-hmm. words he says to you so why wouldn't you w- want to work with a guy who's talented who says nice things about you that seems <laughs> exactly. thank <laughs> you uh, before and- oh sorry guy buddy
2: oh no worries I was just saying he understands the vision and uh, uh yeah everything always goes good and especially it just it just keeps getting better
1: right on right every
0: on. video we do together is significantly better
1: yeah right on oh and before I because um, I know I don't want to keep you guys here forever. I do make, that's something I have spent time on. I make shorter videos. How, how, mo- how long does a short have to be? Before I, you-
0: okay, YouTube shorts can be anywhere from three seconds to a minute long, I would All say, right. or so to three minutes long.
1: I'll, I'll up to three minutes long. All right, because I have a lot of clips that are like up to 220 what twitter has too long too
0: long these short clips that you're doing for the, for this style this stuff these interviews make them 15 20 second clips 30 seconds max if it's high value if it's high value Ooh. what you're saying how do i i have to find a good 30 you know, what, what you have, do is what you gotta, do you is do so. what do we do back. in 30
1: seconds do we have to do a dance like i don't want what, what happened
0: no with the, with the 15 seconds it could be like oh um the, the for titles is super important too the title would be like um how no wyland became or started um um, became or started or got into the music industry, how Noel Weiland, uh, found out he wanted to start, uh, singing, right. Um, or, uh, become an artist. And then it would be like, the, it would be like a 10 second clip from, I don't even know the last interview or a 15 second clip be like, you know, um, I never knew I was going to be, I never knew I thought this was for me and then cut all the breaths out make sure the, 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 the talking is like no space in between, no, no dead space. And, um, you can put titles on it titles to, of the of each word is uh helps pe- help the helps the viewer just uh stay engaged because they're reading something so even if they're not totally paying attention your eyes go straight to the words you're reading wow. if it's a short video they stay like watching the whole thing and that's the most important is retention time is like watch time so it's like if people um if you have shorter videos the it's easier to get a higher percentage of watch time um and if people watch your video all the way through it's gonna kill it in the algorithm go viral and you know that's what that's what tiktok does i think it, i believe it shows it to first five ten people um who, who follow you ten people who don't follow you and then if it does well show it to 20 people who follows you don't follow you and then it, do, it goes on keeps going so if it does well with the, with a small amount of people it shows more more and more and
1: it just wow. keeps
0: developing um like who to show it to as well so it's like everybody has a different page
1: wow yeah i'm uh i'm learning a lot man i really am uh we, we're gonna speak after this because uh with TikTok, I'm just putting those same videos um, everywhere. I edit them once, and try to make them look as nice as a, a novice like me can. Try,
0: try, try, try twenty, try fifteen, twenty, thirty second videos, even eight eight second videos. I'm like
1: if, if an old, I'm an old. You might have to help me with that because I'm an old school news guy that speaks. I mean, in in clips, how do you get across a good quote in eight seconds, in thirty seconds, unless it's just like. Something horrific, you know. Said like, I hate these people. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I gotta think. I, I've, you'll help. Yeah. Me. You'll, yeah.
0: You'll, I'll send you a few people who do it well, and you can study them.
1: Well, it's it's a big thing with me now because uh the only thing I make money off of with this podcast is YouTube. And, you know, that's not uh, a ton. And I got to pay for well, you, my, my kids' YouTube diapers short now. YouTube shorts is starting
0: to pay now as well, and they pay good. So if you say, like, you're doing all these interviews and that's something that you're consistently doing, right. I don't know, how, many do you, how many do you post a week or how much how often do you post?
1: Um, I'll just – I try to do an episode a week and clips. There was a point I was doing a clip every but yeah, day. yeah you, be, but, if you
0: uh, get episode a week, that's enough content to be getting shorts for the whole week out of that interview. So,
1: yeah. I okay. mm-hmm. should be taking notes, man. Look at this. I'm, I'm here. I've got a lot off my chest. I'm learning. This is, wow. This was an interview that became so much more than I thought it would be. Uh, Noah, let me just say uh, congrats to, just for being you right now and being here. Um, I, I'm so glad just for as someone who's suffered through it. You know, I didn't want to be here. The fact that I'm married Uh, I got married last summer. I have a kid on the way. I, like, flat out did not want to be here, like, throughout my 20s. It is a miracle that I'm here, uh, and life gets better, and I'm here talking to you guys, and this has just been an amazing conversation, and I can't wait to see what comes from you both.
2: Yeah. Hopefully, I do have uh, – Uh like how I was saying how we had a bunch of offers back in the band. I actually have uh, a few offers right now for me, like my solo music, like myself. As you should. And uh, I have a few people who are interested in uh, uh, putting together a contract for me for a deal, a record deal. And because, I mean... I have so much unreleased music. It's crazy. It's, it's like, too much. Like I have so much unreleased music All bangers. Just bang just like all most all bangers and they're like uh much better than most of the stuff that I even have out. Yeah. And a lot of them are demos that I need to re-record with my uh engineer AJ who is super uh, AJ. We're working on music. I said shout out AJ. We're working on a music video as well. Yeah. And um, I got that coming. Um, and yeah, this new music video at Sage uh, that's coming out. When do you think we should drop it? I think uh,
0: within the next week or two for sure. So yeah. he's dropping this interview next week, probably two weeks then.
1: Yeah, okay. let's do it. And the way to keep up to date even after the video with everything, uh for you, Sage's Sunburst Films and, and Noah, is Instagram the best way to keep up to date with you? Yeah, probably.
2: For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Or 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 if if you DM me I could uh text you my number.
1: Oh, I I <laughs> I meant fans in general, but yes, we could do that. I have no problem. I'll, I'll text yeah, I'll send you my yeah. number. No for fans worries. in
0: general. Definitely the Instagram for sure, but yeah, you can. We'll definitely text us and ask me any questions if you have for your YouTube or
1: I will. I'm, I'm picking my um, my friends' brains, who are all my age, and uh, and yeah, I mean, they tell me a lot of the same things that you're saying. I guess I just have to get better at it, and it's it's more time. It's it's just a lot more time. So, uh, outsource. Outsource. Uh, I should put that on my baby registry. Can you help me outsource <laughs> <laughs> my videos? <laughs> uh, you gotta keep me awesome. young. I, I, I'm, I'm having fun doing it. I can't wait to see what you put this video and You know you make it. So Because I haven't yeah. obviously seen the finished project. So yeah. uh, Sage, Noah, you guys are awesome. And I hope we get to do this again. Dude, Thanks. thank you so much. Awesome. You got it. And so that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. When will you see the next one? In the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy. I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. Yeah!
2: mass security, I'm going home.